Hey everyone, welcome to Podcast for Your Life. My name is Jam. And I am Jason, and it's another rainy day here at the studio. <laughs> Today we're talking about uh, fonts, which is something that's actually been on our list for a long time, suggested by our friend Sandy uh, here in Texas. Thanks, Sandy. And uh, we, we've really wanted to talk about this, but have also, we, we're both kind of opinionated. And so there's part of me that felt like, are we not, are we not like allowed to, to talk about this? Would it be, you know, too much of a topic that we sort of feel strongly about? Um, but it's still so interesting and we're surrounded by font. So, um, I, I think it's, it's, it's a good topic. Yeah. We have fonts on all fronts. <laughs> so let's lay some groundwork fonts also, you know, kind of similar word use for the average person to the word typeface, but they're a little different, but what is a font? Yeah, font is a style of characters and that, that usually, I guess, in our part of the world, we usually think of them as like the, uh, the Latin or, yeah, the Latin alphabet. Um, so, yeah, it's like what different styles of text. So, yeah, it's, it's a way of um, rendering r- language into a written format, mm-hmm. written meaning, not handwritten, but written meaning um, in a way that can be duplicated over and over and over. So a distinct set of letters mm-hmm. and symbols that represent a language, English or whatever language you speak, mm-hmm. that represents those letters and is the same. It's like a standardization. Standardized. That's exactly the word I was trying yeah. to reach for. Standardized. Yeah. Dude, we're in sync, man. We've synced up. Totally in sync. In sync, like all of my fonts in Typekit. And just to make this distinction, font is a specific one, and a typeface would be a family. And so, mm-hmm. um, if you have, if you had, it's a little bit in the weeds, but just to clarify the thing I said earlier, a typeface would be a, a font like Times New Roman. If you had different weights within that, like Times New Roman bold, Times New Roman italic, those would be specific fonts within. So it's kind of like, it's like font is more modular, typeface is more general. Yeah. Of all the thoughts we've shared from our lives for yours on this podcast, this might be the one where we actually have a professional experience in, one might say, which is pretty pretty different for uh, for us. This is almost groundbreaking. Yeah, we're certainly not experts. There's people who are really, really experts yeah. in fonts and typefaces and lettering and all that stuff. So that's why we went ahead and did it. But um, yeah, just as in, in the... Uh, in gesture of disclosure, we use <laughs> fonts and typefaces a lot for our work in, in marketing. And so yep. we have a lot of opinions, but we are in, by no means experts in yeah. fonts and typefaces. Speaking of experts, my cousin actually had to design her own font or typeface for a class one semester when she was in college. She did graphic design and um, she specifically wow. had kind of an interest in typography, yeah. which is, I guess, the study or whatever of, of different typefaces. Yeah. And one of her assignments was she had to design a font. So mm. I never saw it and I know it's available online. I just don't know what it's called. Oh, no way. I could probably look it up somehow, but um, I you should find cool. out. That'd be yeah, awesome. I should find out and then let you guys know or something. So, so um, I, I have a little bit of a, a guess at this an answer to this question, but how did fonts come to be? Like, how did they come into this world? Great question. I don't know because I think it's all based off of like people's handwriting. Yeah. I think fonts probably came about sometime after the printing press. Yep. You know, well, probably it's part of the same process because for a long time, if you think about it, like we've only ever been alive since things could be printed and copied and standardized and stuff. So for a long time, the only way things were written was by hand. And so while we did have an idea of what 
each letter was supposed to look like and supposed to be and people could read each other's handwriting. It was pretty like there's a lot of variety of how a letter could look. And so my thought is that the hardest work probably came with the first typefaces, the first fonts people had to do to figure out, okay, what's the simplest way to write an H, for example, or Mm -hmm. a more complicated letter like, yep, like Q or something like that. Um, what's the best way to standardize that so everybody can read it and understand it? Yeah. And it'd be simplified too. And so it's like, I'm sure it was very difficult because if you didn't already have a font to use it as an example, you're having to start from nothing basically. Yeah. Like, I wonder if the people people who invented the first one just had really good penmanship and it helped. mm, And I bet penmanship was even more important than, but yeah. But think about like some of the early fonts. If you see like old documents and stuff, where you could tell things were printed, but it's like very complicated. Like yeah, like an old fairy tale. Like once upon a time, you know how the 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 first letter of yeah, the story is like, massive, like a piece of art. Yeah, it was like a tapestry basically. Yeah, <laughs> and then those those stories and stuff will be written in a very kind of like flowy, but, yeah, but standardized font. It's true. Yeah, and so I, I bet it emulated handwriting really a lot early on. But think about it now. It's like slowly fonts look way 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 less like handwriting than they once did mm-hmm. um yeah there's been an entire like sub genre of fonts that have to do with like handwritten so it's yeah ones that people have designed but they just like either have cool handwriting or they're just like oh this would be cool if somebody had handwriting like this mm-hmm. but then it's then created into some sort of coded sort of deal because that's ultimately what fonts are now like your computers their code mm-hmm. um so they're they're basically coded so that when you, you write it out or you type it out on your computer, it looks like handwriting. So yeah. it's kind of funny how we've gone back to almost yes. the, <laughs> yes. we want our, t- our typing to look like handwriting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that, that type of design is called skeuomorphism. Oh, wow. Where we, what a word. Where we, I know, where we, we want things to look like the analog versions of themselves. Mm. So like it, a notepad app that looks like a notepad um, or, or fonts that are look handwritten, like something like that. Yeah. Or the fact that we have digital versions of the analog clock mm-hmm. is all very strange. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, so how, how have fonts, um, we got to keep moving cause this is, we can get very in yeah. the weeds, but how have fonts changed over time from like the press to, to digital? Yeah. I think with magazines in the, um, like the early 19th century, excuse me, 18th century, I think that, um, there's lots of kind of retro fonts as they call them now uh, as they've digitized them. I think that was a big deal back then. Um, Different ads like ads and newspaper. I think Mm -hmm. those had uh, similar typefaces um, that they would use that kind of evoke like, oh, that was the typeface for Mm -hmm. Washington Post or that's a typeface for Kodak or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they kind of became kind of retro. And then speaking of analog, I think once computers came around, we kind of made fonts that looked like clock, like a like a clock, like a digital clock. Yeah. So if you think of like kind of the green DOS, like yeah. computer programs, they all were kind of like blocky and robotic and stuff like that. And yeah, it's crazy because like we probably already had some pretty nice curved letters and everything like that by the time yeah. the computers started they happening just, in the seventies and eighties. And, but then it's like, okay, we have to make these really simple. Mm-hmm. It's have to be like literally um, square, yeah. squared off and everything. <laughs> And had to be very simple. And then now, of course, our computers yeah. can handle nicely curved, um, yeah, 
fonts and everything. Yeah. In but. the 90s, I remember as a kid growing up and we would do like we had this really cool program that made greeting cards. So that was like a highlight for us was getting onto our Windows 95 and uh-huh. making a card for our dad or our mom yeah. <laughs> and then being able to choose like the 10 different fonts or whatever and stuff. So, Gosh, yep, crazy. That was, uh, that was our childhood. It's so crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, they really have changed. Now there's way more lining up between what like a lot of the you know old you know iron or lead or whatever they're made out of printing press letters that were started to be standardized and then now that our digital has caught up to where we can have really beautiful curves fonts it's kind of amazing what's also cool is jam and i did this recently there's a website where you can actually create your own font really easily based Mm -hmm. off of your handwriting yeah so you can draw each letter individually in a couple of numbers and it's free and it'll like you scan it into a, a uh, computer and yeah. it like creates a font based off of your handwriting. So I thought it was pretty cool. It's fascinating. That we're like at that point in, in time where we can do that and be like, oh yeah, this is a Jason handwriting one, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one font that I think deserves some special recognition is Helvetica. Um, if you didn't know this, I mean, everybody knows about that font, but if you didn't know, um, it's pretty famous in a lot of ways. In fact, it even has a whole documentary about it. Wow. And it was kind of this this font that was the perfect um, iteration of modernist typefacing. Basically, like the way the letters look is not like anyone would ever write them. In some ways, they're squared off. Like the um, O is al- almost a perfect circle, and like a lot of the things are have right angles and stuff like that. But then there's a lot of beautiful curves to it, like the way mm-hmm. that the A and the E and a lot of those other curved letters work. Mm-hmm. And um, it's such a famous font because a lot of people that were doing font design, type design, and just graphic design at the time, or printing, it came along and it almost seemed like the thing that people were were waiting for. Almost like if you'd been using screwdrivers your whole life and then suddenly someone came out with the first power drill. Wow. It was like, we've been doing this the hard way and stuff like that, but this is now going to change everything. And so people were like, this is the best font. Why do you need any other font? And wow. that's why Helvetica had this huge time of like being used a ton. Mm-hmm. And that documentary is fascinating. I really recommend it. But it it has so affected typefaces. Anything after Helvetica, there's like this sort of post Helvetica time that we're all in hmm. that are all, w- whether they you know know it or not, are f- affected by Helvetica and its effect on, on our world, on advertisement, on printing, on wow, design did- and everything. We don't even know. Apple uses Helvetica, doesn't it? Okay. Used to. They Apple used to. actually okay. designed their own typeface now called oh, well. San Francisco. San Francisco. And so everything that Apple does is its own unique typeface that wow. they got. But it's very similar to Rip. Helvetica. Yeah. Rip Helvetica and our partnership. <clears throat> to to wrap things up, Jason and I are going to share about some fonts that we love, fonts we hate. We're going to do a little bit like kind of rapid fire. So Jason, why don't you first do some that you love? Sure. Just chew a couple and I'll follow and then we'll do hate and do a couple and then wrap up. Sweet. Fonts that I love, Avenir, uh, Proxima Nova. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These are all real names. We're not just making these up, I Absolutely. promise. Absolutely, yeah, real. Uh, Gil Sands, mm-hmm. which is used in the TV series Monk. It's a great one. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those are those are like the top ones. Those are kind of me more on the modern side. Um, I don't know if I really love scripty, swirly fonts, so I'm going to yeah. stick with those moderns. Oh, Adobe Garamond or Garamond is a good font, too. I um serif font. I don't like any serif fonts, really. <gasps> yeah. So that means that there's no um like little tails on the end, yeah. end of each of them. Um I love Proxima Nova also. 
I, one of my really favorite fonts is Futura, which is one of the earliest, earliest modern type fonts. And it's, wow. the, it's the Wes Anderson font, if you're familiar with his films. It's a great um, font. I also like um, Avenir, which is a, a like... Wow, a, we a, like the same font. It's a child of Futura. It's inspired by Futura. I didn't know that fonts could have children. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's a font I really like that's uh, sort of a little bit new to me called Sophia. It's really good. And um, um, I, there's probably way more fonts that I hate. I probably have like like those three to four that I w- would use on everything and then like way more that I would never use. Um, do, so, you wanna, do you want to go? Yeah, hate? let's just jump in. Okay. I, I think we can both agree we don't like Comic Sans. Nope, no one likes Comic Sans. I used Sans. to use Comic Sans a lot when I was younger, but um, yeah. there are some genuine like intrinsic flaws mm-hmm. in it, but it, it's kind of like one of those things where people can't decide yeah. where they stand in it. I hate stock fonts like now, you know, Microsoft Word stocks with like Calibri and... Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Calibri too. Tahoma and I don't a few know others. why though, because they're yeah. really not bad fonts. Ariel. There's just something about it that just... I think... Ariel's just a copy of Helvetica and it, 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 you can tell it's not original. I think it's Google just, uses that. Here's here's the beef that I have with like Calibri uh-huh. and Timers and Roman is I think fonts evoke emotion. Yeah. And those emotions behind Calibri and Times Roman reminds me of writing college papers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Maybe that's the reason why I don't like it because I'm like, oh, this reminds me of like I had to write papers on the school computer. <laughs> yes. And I hate Times New Roman. I hate all of those that are so stock like that. Um, uh, actually, Google uses, they designed and use Open Sans, and there's another one they use mm-hmm. too, but I don't think they use Arial. Yeah, um, they used to, but like within the past couple of years. So, yeah, there's a lot of fonts to hate. So, like Papyrus, that, you know, that's one that a lot of people know that's horrible. So, it's also a preference. Like it comes down to preference and like, I don't like the way this looks. So you might be like, man, I could care less as long as I'm able to type up my report. But yeah. I think the idea of not accepting what is stock and what's like default is also important. Like choosing your own font instead of just what's default. Even if you, you don't choose like the coolest font in the world, just knowing, just taking that choice into your own hands, I think is an important part. <laughs> Fonts. Say what you want to say, but say it in a cool way. Fonts, say what you want to say, but type it in a cool way. <laughs> Fonts, go bold or go home and um, do I- italic. I like that. Go bold or go home. <laughs> Fonts, the Romans did not use Times New Roman. <laughs> well, that is all the time we have. Thanks so much for indulging Jason and I and letting us nerd out a little bit and talk about fonts. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out that Helvetica documentary. Um, and Sandy, thank you so much for, um, for suggesting this topic. Yeah. Thanks. We'll see you guys next week with a new episode. Bye. Bye. You also didn't mention Helvetica is one of your favorite fonts. Oh, it is one of my favorite fonts. I'm so sorry. Everyone, uh, Helvetica is one of my favorite fonts and it belongs in that list. And I'm very sorry. Please don't tell anyone. Okay. Bye. <laughs> that could be the post. Helvetica also belongs.